Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It is our 49th episode. Tyler would like to call this... The 49th episode spectacular of Old Millennials Remember Movies. I am your host, Angela Yoshiko, here with my co-host... Tyler, hi. Hi. <laughs> okay. We're not going to do a 50th episode spectacular. We're going to do a 49th episode spectacular because fuck convention. Boom. Yeah. It's our podcast and we can cry if we want to. Exactly. Okay. So what are we doing today, Tyler? We're doing a little bit different. We're going to do just a, a, a recap of some of the state of the podcast. We're going to talk about some potential future episodes uh, talk. We're going to have a little showdown between the two of us about what our next movie is going to be for our 50th movie. Okay. Uh, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we're going to just, we're going to do something a little bit different and see how it goes. See how this goes. Maybe we never will do it again. We'll see, though. Okay. So, last week we went on vacation. Yeah. Is to, that what we're going to talk to about? To Boise, Idaho. Yeah. yeah. It's our, it was our, you know, annual trip to the old family stomping grounds. Boise, Idaho. Boise, Idaho. With an S. With an S. Don't say Z, they get mad. I don't care. Nobody gets mad. They get mad. They get to be... Because a lot of people... Okay. They get real bitchy about it. But then mm. people that live there also say Boise. So. I, of course they do, because it's faster and easier to say. Just leave it alone. Who cares? Okay. So my parents were nice enough to take our four kids mm-hmm. and watch them for a couple nights. Because we couldn't... Look, we had to buy like a furnace. It was a shitty... Yeah, our fucking furnace. Uh, yeah. So, and our air conditioner went out. So we're not, we didn't go on like a traditional vacation this year, so yeah. that sucks, but we... But your parents were like, well, go do something and, you know, go get a couple days away. We had to go to a wedding. So we lay stayed for the grandparents. We got to go do. So what did we do? We, you know what we did? Rather, rather than like take time for ourselves, we were working for you out there. Yeah, we were. We decided to go to the record exchange, a used uh, vinyl and CD and DVD mm-hmm. store to hunt through their stacks and stacks of things uh, for for things for this podcast, mm-hmm. for movies that we can cover, for cheap DVDs that we continue watching. Because fuck, we don't rent movies for two ninety nine on Google Play no, or we Amazon do not. Prime. We want to watch three dollar DVDs. Listen, you got some DVDs you want to get rid of on eBay, and you're selling them for like ninety nine cents to three dollars. Yep. I'm the guy who's gonna buy it for me as long as you offer free shipping. So thank you. Keep sending them to us. Um, so we did some work. We, you, I was looking through a lot of music because I, uh, like to do that, but you were doing the hard work. Uh, yes, I was. I looked for like Wicker Man and I was like, I'm out. Okay. So we have a, sp- <laughs> and blank check. We have a spreadsheet, mm-hmm. a Google spreadsheet. Right. That started out with about 50 movies. Sure. And has grown to over 300 of movies that we plan to watch for the podcast. Right. And every time I meet someone and I'm talking about the podcast, they're like, oh, oh, you got to watch this movie. You got to watch that movie. So it continues to grow. Yep. It's going to ne- be never ending. Um, so in our spreadsheet, we have like the year of the movie, the name of the movie, and whether we own the movie or not. And somebody at this table. It's wildly inaccurate. It's <laughs> supposed to fucking update that because I don't know what f- of the 1500 movies we own, which ones are on that list. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of, I've, over the last year, because it shows, by the way, we've been, we've been on for a year. Congratulations to us. Woo! High now, five. we're not at 52, so we clearly we didn't hit that one a week thing, you know what? but not bad. It was we're 49. Parents with four kids and jobs, you yeah. know. We're it's alright. Great. But, uh, yeah, so there's been some up, I've added some movies and I have, uh, not, put that on the spreadsheet. Yeah, you've not marked it or you've marked ones that you say we own that I, I have it in my own. head. I have it in my head of the ones I've acquired, but then so I'm always like, let's do that. And you're like, we don't have that on. It's on the spreadsheet. Like, yeah, I do. I got it. And, you and then I'm it. like, hey, let's watch this because you said we own it. And then you're like, I couldn't find it. Well, here's the thing. So the DVDs are out in our garage. Yes. They're on a shelf, uh-huh. but they're in the garage. But here's the thing about that. 
Every time you want me to go look and see what our situation is out there, it's hot out there. The air conditioner's not working out there. I don't want to stand out there and look at movies. It's hot. Or maybe it's cold if it's winter. Or it's cold and I don't want to stand out there either. So, you know. Are you telling me you're not really <laughs> fucking looking? When? No, I go look sometimes when you say we have it. But you're asking me offhand. Like, you have, you, what the problem is, is that you're asking me offhand, do we have that movie? And I don't have anything in front of me to confirm anything. I'm like, I think I, I think we do or I think we don't. Where's I don't your know. fucking database of movies that we own? You used to have one. Well, that was like well before, that was like when I had 200 fewer DVDs probably because I've gotten a lot of random anyway, movies. Anyway, so long story short, I pulled the spreadsheet on my smartphone device. Oh, fancy humble brag. And uh, so looked fancy. through all the fucking DVDs at this place, which actually wasn't that many. No, I mean, it used to be, like, this used to be every pawn shop in this country had Which, walls and walls. I feel like we should do now, that this weekend. That sounds fun. Yeah, we haven't, that hasn't happened. I mean, we Maybe haven't Maybe that's that a, a date night activity. Oh, yeah. No buy kids. Some, buy some guns, buy some jewelry, buy some DVDs. That's what you go to pawn shop and for. And tools. Oh, there's a lot of tools there. Yeah. It's guns, jewelry, tools. and it, well, it was used to be a lot of DVDs. Maybe not so much now. Okay. Musical so, instruments. I did find a few that were on our list. We did. Now... I'm going to save these. I, wait, I have them in front of us. This makes it easier. We're going to talk about those last. Did you confirm that we don't actually own the ones that I bought? I don't. Um, no. Because <laughs> I, I'm not sure that we don't own that one right there on the top. Okay, well, that's fine. First of all, the Record Exchange has a wonderful thing called a grab bag. Oh, okay. So one fun fact about Tyler and I, we love grab We're bags. We're a big fan of grab bags. Whether it's the dollar store. Oh, those are the best. Or... Because like five dollars, I don't get know. Like Fifteen dollars with a dollar store. Where else have we gotten? It's mostly the dollar store and like at CD stores. Usually that's about it. If there's a grab bag, we can't resist. Because what's that place in West Seattle? I like the same kind of deal. Yeah, they had like grab bags of CDs and vinyl. So they, fun. So the record exchange has grab bags, DVDs, CDs. Oh my god, we don't need to talk about it. But I got like four grab bags of CDs because I'm. Oh, we don't crazy. need to talk about it. That was so fun. It was fun. We can maybe talk about the ones we listened to on the way home. That's some good stuff. Yeah. But um. But yeah, they had DVDs, vinyl, everything you wanted in a grab bag. You know, you never know what you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Although we did find that there was a there was a two ninety nine CD, five CDs a grab bag, and then there was the premium bag for five ninety nine, five CDs. But they were supposed to be like good, better, right? That was not in our experience the case. Yeah, I was like, let's put this fucker to the test. We only bought one premium. Yeah. yeah, well, I went back and got more regular, but. Um, no, the premium one I would say was about on par with the other one. Maybe yeah. there were worse ones, but maybe we just ended up with a good two ninety nine grab bag. But I don't it know. It's a trick. Our five ninety nine one was not great. Yep. A lot of the same kind of stuff. Yep. But anyway, in the DVD grab bag, it was four DVDs, and what we got was uh, the Grapes of Wrath, starring Henry Fonda, who just uh, oh no, Peter Fonda just died. Henry Fonda. <laughs> Fun story there. Yeah. Tyler wrote a review. I used to work at a, a full-time at a, a newspaper, and in an article of, during like maybe my first year, yeah. I was talking about Peter Fonda in a movie that he was in, but I think I, I wrote Henry Fonda, and I got a voicemail from a reader who really... He reamed you a new one. He told me I was a real asshole for getting... He's was like, a, that guy's fucking dead. What amounts for... You got as the a, wrong guy. What amounts is a typo. Sorry. I, and I knew that. It was just like, well, yeah, when you type Fonda, sometimes you write Henry so Fonda. So you, Henry and Peter Fonda have a very f- fun place They in do. Anyway, this is Henry Fonda in The Grapes of Wrath. This is a good movie. Question. This is uh, pretty good. I don't were think you, I have this. Were you forced to read Grapes of Wrath your junior year of high school? No, and you know what? That's that's funny that you say that. I was not. That was not a movie that. Why is not it a book funny that I, that I say that? No, because I feel like that was like everybody read that, but oh, I didn't. Oh, oh, I know why. 
It what? was required reading for AP English, and you never fucking took AP English. No, that's English. not true. They, mm, I went, I took college true. credit. I took college credit. Maybe it was senior year that they read that, and mm, I went and took college credit. It was junior year, and it was AP. We ended up reading quite a bit of it in college, but not the whole thing, because that was a thing where the, you hey. would get college, you go to college classes, and they'd like, they didn't, they never wanted you to like read a whole book because they wanted you to get, they wanted you to pack it in. Mm-hmm. So you'd read like 50 pages of this, 50, so you get the gist, and then you, in, you know. In, from an anthology. Yeah, it would be a big anthology. Um, here. I've me, seen this movie though. Let it's me good. tell you about the book, um, okay. Grapes of Wrath. Yeah. It sucks. You don't like it's the book? It's super boring. Oh, I think the movie's good. I don't even want to watch it. I don't the remember the book very much. I don't think I read the whole book. book so much. Anyway, that's not a bad movie though for okay. a grab bag. So that's right. pretty good. And then we got, um, something I like, which is Sting. The brand new day tour live from the Universal Amphitheater, which I was excited about because I don't know if you know this about me. I'm a big fan of the police. Mm. I have a Funko Pop of a sting from the police because I like the police. Now, I have a lot of Funko Pops. So you do. Maybe and that's not saying much. I feel much. like in a previous episode, I promised that I would provide a picture of your wall of Funko yeah, you Pops. sure didn't. We got a very long email from who I think is probably one of our good friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm going to give a shout out. Here's a shout out. Sean. Hey, Sean. <laughs> You've seen him. What do you want a picture for? Um <laughs> So I have a lot of Funko Pops, but I only have like two music uh, music icon Funko Pops. Okay. You want to guess who they are? One is Sting. Can you name the other one? Uh, Dave Matthews. <laughs> they don't have a Dave Matthews Funko well, Pop. Although Lord knows they probably David will eventually. Bowie. Oh, I don't have a David Bowie one. I would have that. Michael Jackson. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's awkward. Nope. You want me to keep guessing? I feel. I mean, it's funny, but I feel like you should know it. Amy Mann. They don't make an Amy Mann Funko Pop. Um. You know I have issues with band names and singers. Van Halen. <laughs> Metallica. What if I listen? Have you heard me listen to Metallica? Fiona Apple. Oh, I would get a Funko, Fiona Apple Funko Pop if they made one. Alanis Morissette. I'd get that too, but I don't have. They haven't made that yet. Jewel. <laughs> no, they haven't made that. Give me some hints here. It's Christmas themed. It's Christmas themed. A uh, uh, Christmas theme. I got it singer? for I got it for five dollars on clearance. A singer that sings Christmas. It's a Christmas themed pop. Burl Ives. <laughs> that would be good if they made a Burl Ives. Uh, well, they probably did. They, they, I'm sure they probably made that Snowman that yeah, he's in Rudolph before. For sure. I don't have. I that need one. another hint. I have a Rudolph on Pop. Is it in the room somewhere? Oh yeah, they're all in the room. I could. It would take me four <laughs> hours to find it because you have five thousand Funko Pops. Not in here. five thousand. Uh. I need another hint. All I want for Christmas oh, is you. Mariah Carey. Get the fuck Baby. out of here. Tyler, you've had a crush on Mariah Carey since way before I met you. Well, when I saw Baby's Day Out, probably. Um, that... Mariah Carey? Is yeah. she in a Christmas outfit? Yeah, she's wearing a Christmas outfit. Where is it? It's uh, over there somewhere. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll post a picture of it for you listeners out there. It was on clearance. Good deal. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I like so... I like the... I, now, I don't like Sting so much as the police, because I think he's better with the band. But this does feature Message in a Bottle and some other... Uh, other. Well, maybe that's it for cool. uh, police songs. Well, it was in a grab I only bag. like Message in a Bottle because it was on Guitar Hero. Yeah, that's good. It wasn't even them singing it, though. It was like a cover of it. It's fine. And then we got... Um, the movie They Made Me a Criminal, starring John Garfield and the Dead End Kids. And this is an old movie. This very clearly was like a dollar store DVD, I believe. Because it's an old film, and it's probably in the public domain. Oh, 1939. So in the public domain. So any any company that makes DVDs could just get this copy of the movie and slap it together. I'm guessing the quality is not great. There's not a real 
uh, transfer, a well-produced transfer. Put on this that one. on the top of the pile. I want to watch that. Yeah, and then the other one we got, which I was real excited about, is called Zebra in the Kitchen. The Crazy Day the Animals Came to Play, and in, it's another older movie. It's WB Family Entertainment. It's one of these flip open ones on the side. Um, this is like a YouTube unboxing. Yeah, we're doing video. a YouTube unboxing where you can't see it. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a uh, zebra in the kitchen. There's a monkey wearing a, a a cabbie hat on the front of it, and some kid in a zebra. So that's exciting. It looks like a pretty good movie. It's a monkey. I feel like I've I feel like I've seen a clip of this in another movie. It's uh, it's an animal There's invasion. Definitely, I fucking have seen this. Yeah. I have seen this. There's a yellow slug bug on the back. I've seen this movie on TV. Yeah. Well, there you go. It looks popular. It looks good. It was probably just on TV. Martin Milner and Andy ago. Devine are zookeepers with a Lollapalooza of a problem. Oh, I've definitely seen this. So have you, I feel like. Jay North, TV's Dennis the Menace, plays a youngster. Oh, well, geez, this okay. So he's the... Yeah. 1965 it's from. You're well, going to like this movie. Well, I probably will. It's a monkey in it. It's Dennis Save the Menace. Save that one for Marion, who loves Anyway, monkeys. so that was in the grab bag. But then you did some work and got us some other potential movies. Now, we're not saying that we're going to necessarily do these anytime soon, but they are now in the arsenal to do. We oh, got... should I open the spreadsheet and mark it as purchased? Oh, that'd be great. Thank you. Fucking at least accomplish something in this fucking podcast. So the first one we have, and this is the one that we really weren't sure if we have it or not, and it's... I think you get it confused with sliding doors with Gwyneth no, Paltrow because no, we definitely have that. No, I DVD. don't. I know that this is like the Shakespeare story. I mean, not the Shakespeare story. Gwyneth Paltrow, Tony Collette, Alan the Cumming, w- Ewan McGregor, Jeremy Northam. Emma, based on uh, what's her name, who writes all those old novels? Oh Jesus! I need to not be a podcaster. Really? <sighs> it's, it's this is the story that inspired the hit movie Clueless. That's how we're saying this now. That's pretty funny. Um, it's based on a book by what's her name. Who writes all those old-timey lady books. <laughs> I'm not going to help you. I'm just going to let you sit in this Who one. is it? I'm not going to help you. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. A Jane Eyre. <laughs> yes. that She wrote Jane Eyre. Okay. Do you want to just Google it? Sarah Spare Bronte? Yourself? No. Something. I'm going to Google Jane. You're such a dick. <laughs> you're an extra dick because it's like, I'm supposed to know this. I didn't say you had to know it. I just find it, I, I find it fun when you get the things. You're such a jerk, Charlotte Bronte. I said Bronte. Did you hear me mumble Bronte a second ago? Okay, Charlotte did she write? Bronte. Did she? Okay, but is it from? Is it Emma? <laughs> this is fun. I can hear oh, the typing. Oh, Jane Austen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Same thing. If you liked Clueless, you'll love Emma. And I remember this movie. It's good, but we don't. You don't think we have it? So here's another potential one we could watch. What year is the movie from? Are you pulling this up while we're doing it? What year? Excuse me? What year is Emma from? 1996? You're such a dick. Was it 96? 96. Yes. Okay, so that was one we got. We also got... Yeah, when we talked... This is another one you got mad at me because I wasn't sure, but I'm pretty sure we don't have it. Sealed in its case, Angie. This is original packaging. Young Guns. Emilio Estevez, Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips, Charlie Sheen, Dermot Mulroney, and Casey Simasco. Western. They made Young Guns 2, but here's Young Guns 1. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. And you really wanted it, because you wanted to do another movie where you haven't seen you know, on our podcast. You know who I think... I think that's why... You want to know why I think that's in my brain? Why? I think our old employer, like, loved... Nope, nope, nope. That was Tombstone. Never mind. Tombstone and Wyatt Earp are the similar movies. Tombstone's nope. pretty good. Yeah, he... Uh, this is Young Guns. Yeah, so. I don't think I've seen it. Okay. We have Tombstone, in case you wanted to ever do that movie. I know that, because you actually marked it correctly. 
We also have the great, uh, I'll tell you what the review on the front says. It's not even on our fucking list. Okay. How did I pick it up? Did you want to hear the, um, there's two other things listed on this DVD. If one uh, tagline is, it says, nothing in this world has prepared you for this. Pretty good. The review at the bottom of the DVD, (laughs) four stars, a rock'em sock'em action flick. Fuck yeah. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we've done street. So good. We've done Street Fighter on this ep- uh, podcast. What episode was Street Fighter? We did it right after the uh, Green Book won the fucking Best Picture Oscar. I remember that because I said Street, street Fighter's Fighter is better. Episode thirty four. Yeah, came out also in came February ninety four. Yeah, just like our last episode. We had a lot of nineteen. There's a lot of nineteen ninety four going on right now. Yep. So anyway, Mortal Kombat. Seen this? This is Paul Anderson, not Paul Thomas Anderson. Paul. This is Paul W. S. Anderson. It's the lesser of the. But this might be his best movie. So there you go. We have Mortal Kombat. Um, this one's pretty great. This was a this was a purchase. Two ninety nine plus. I think this was one of the buy two get one free. Two ninety nine ones, right? Heck yeah! Not only it's a singular DVD, but it's a triple feature. Okay. Three movies. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest scared stupid, and Ernest goes to jail. Three Ernest movies Love right it. here. Now, have you do you remember an Ernest movie? Because I watched the Ernest Christmas movie a couple years ago. Did we watch that together? No. D- My favorite is the Halloween one. Ernest Scared Stupid? Yes. Yeah. Well, I remember mine being the Christmas one because I like Christmas movies a lot. And watching that was a struggle. Oh, no. <laughs> so, I think it's we'll be really see fun. how this goes. Maybe Ernest Scared Stupid will end up being one of our October movies. And we'll talk about a little bit about our, our schedule in a little bit. The final DVD that you purchased was a little movie that we don't have called Three Men and a Baby. Yes. Tom Selleck, Steve Gutenberg, Ted Danson. What year is this from? Two thumbs up from Siskel and Ebert. We don't even have to look that one up. Yeah. We don't have to look up his, ep- his review because we know that he gave it a thumbs up. He gave it at least three stars. Yeah. Did you know that was directed by Leonard Nimoy? I don't know if I knew that. Oh. Oh. I feel like I did know that. Yeah. That seems like a pretty common bit of knowledge, but I don't remember. We just talked about babies with Babies Day Out. Here's Three Men and a Baby. Now, what I was more excited about... Whereas they, at the store, they had a little section of VHS tapes. Yes, they did. And because we had to borrow your friend's copy of Drop Dead Fred, a very device... Did you know that... So Drop Dead Fred was a divisive episode for us a few months back. Now, that podcast, How Did This Get Made, which I listen to sometimes, had a maybe their most divisive episode yet on Drop Dead Fred. It was very weird to listen to that after we had just done well, an episode on it. Well, listen to ours first, episode 36. And it then was. go listen to theirs. Well, yeah, don't go. They, they don't need your help. They have advertisers and they're yeah. famous people. They don't they don't need your listening. Yeah, exactly. But I was saying they, it was a very similar experience. There was a, div, there was a very big divide on that episode. Um... So then you went to the VHS section. Yeah, I did. And you got Three Men and a Baby, but for 25 cents, you picked up Three Men and a Little Lady, the sequel. Sure did. You had the DVD in your hand, but we thought, we have the the VCR, the VHS player, I keep saying that. Yeah, you do. The VCR out to watch Drop Dead Fred. That was three months ago, and we still haven't put that VCR away. Bam. Um, So why not have Three Men and a Little Lady on on a 25 cent? Save us a couple bucks. And then finally, Factory Ski... Skilled... Factory sealed copy. Factory sealed. No one watched this movie. It's been untouched. Sylvester Stallone, Kurt Russell, 1989's Tango and Cash. Yeah. I've only recently seen, seen this movie a couple years ago. Did not uh, see it as a youngin. Me neither. So, uh, there you go. I did with my dad. <laughs> You've seen five movies and one of them is Tango and Cash. That's fun. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, that was the stuff we picked up at, uh, oh, another thing I was going to tell you is that 
um, I went to this record store. When you were looking at movies, I like to go and peruse music. Because I used to, when I was younger, as a young adult, love going to the record store, listening to music, sampling music. Mm -hmm. And, like, I didn't want – I wasn't, like, one who, like – I wasn't on the the tip of the music front. I didn't know what was, like, really hot. But I liked going to the store and, like, discovering something for myself and being like, well, I found something new for me. Mm-hmm. It was, like, not not a snobby thing, not about, like, I know new music. But sometimes it's fun to be like, oh, I found something. And, like, what is that? No one knows what you're listening to. That's kind of like, oh, then you get to, like, participate in sharing, right? Mm-hmm. So this time I'm listening and picking out music that I want. And I was real excited with the CD that I – or the music that I was really excited about getting. And it was Billie Eilish. And I was like, this is great. She should be a star. And I, like, told you about it. And then you're like, yeah, that's I know who that is. I'm like, really? And so then right when you said that, and I was listening to it, I'm like, this is really good stuff. I look, go go on the Google, on the internet, and it's like her song is like number one. It's like the number – she's like the most popular artist in the world right now. How did this happen where I'm like perusing music and I end up just picking like the number one record in the store? That's so lame. Probably because you've heard it before. <laughs> Maybe I have. And I was like, this is good. And I got it. And I was like – Cause it's like got like a creepy cover. She's got like weird eyes. She's like seventeen. It's good. It's real. I it's still look. I'm not taking anything away from it. Really like the CD. Really like the album. Yeah, I still buy CDs that are new. What are you gonna do? Are you gonna tell me that I shouldn't? Should I get an MP3 of it? Fuck you. I'm not gonna. But anyway, I'm not on the tip of the music front anymore. Cause I was like, oh, as I look at this, I found this new this new artist. I really like. Oh, she's the most popular artist in the country right now. Cool. Mm-hmm. It's like finding Adele. Great for me. <laughs> Adele's great. Yeah, we all know Adele's great. Anyway fun stuff you're such a dork okay so listen let's talk about our podcast a little bit for a second oh you're a podcast we've had some disagreement about this about what movies we cover on the show Mm -hmm. we kind of settled on when we were born which for you is 1983 for me is 1984 so we say "Eh, 1983 i feel like if we want to do an 82 and 81 and 80 movie we probably could it would be fine if we wanted to Right? I say 80s and 90s. 80s and 90s, right? It's, it's legit on our actual little logo. However, 80s and 90s. We have already done. We've gone it. We've gone through 2002. We've decided to go through when we were 18 years old when we first started. And that's why we have a few episodes that are when we first started. When we first um, started doing the being an adult. I don't know what did I mean. When we first started dating. When we first we also met. met when we were 18 years old after high school. So we graduated high school. We met in college. So the idea of the podcast was we'd go through 80s, 90s, plus 2000, 2001, 2002. And in fact, we've done episodes on, I believe, Signs, 2002. Mm-hmm. We've done episode on Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, which is 2001. We did Unbreakable. We did two uh, M. Night Shyamalan movies. Uh, Unbreakable's 2000. We did Unbreakable. Yeah. Serendipity, yep. 2001. 2001, Harry Serendipity. Potter, 2001. Right. Uh, Turtles Forever, two thousand. That's uh, that's a different podcast. <laughs> Signs. Signs is two thousand two. So we've done a few because we were in high school and we had specific memories to share about seeing those movies, right? So then my thought was, and it seems like you've been pushing back on this a little bit with me, is that as the ep- as the show continues for as long as it goes, every year it's been a year since we started. We can add a year to that and add new potential things that we could do. Not saying we would do a bunch of them. We've only ever done one 2002 movie, but since it's been a year, why not add 2003 into our repertoire if we want to? If we feel like doing an episode on a 2003 movie, and you said 
wet fart noise. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. And stop saying wet fart. You need to get that out of your vocabulary. I, I don't like it. You've used it several times in the last couple of days, and I don't like it. You even enticed me to use it in a text today and back you did. to you. And you did it. And you did it. And you liked it because it was fun. No, I experimented with it, and I didn't like it. Oh, snooty snats about not liking okay, wet so farts. the question is, can we add 2003 to our movie podcast about movies from the 80s and 90s? <laughs> Is that the this question? This is what you're being a bitch about. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> not a bitch, but you know, like a bitch. What? Like a bitchy poo, not like you're a bitch. You what know, did I you just have say? Have I ever called you a you bitch? You motherfucker. I have never called you an actual bitch in our entire relationship. Uh, no, I've been like, you've been a bitchy poo, and that's different. Uh, I've not ever called you a bitch. You've called me dick. <laughs> yeah, dick. Me an asshole. Asshole. Fucker. You've called me a douchebag. All these things that you call me on a regular you basis. Me a motherfucker. I feel like you call me all those things on this podcast. You called me a nutbag. A nutbag. I called you a wet fart. No. You called me a wet fart. So, no, because we, we could add, and I thought it was but interesting. We can't even get through um, a, a podcast a week. As a potential. To get through our list of 300 fucking To keep it fresh. Fucking and if one day we decide to like do like two episodes a week per se, and we start burning through our titles, maybe we want to do something that's a little bit different. And we have a whole different relationship. It's a whole different um, shade of the podcast because a lot of movies in 2003, if we add it, was the year that we met, and we saw a lot of these movies together, and we have things yes, we, we could talk about involving those movies. It would be a little different flavor, a different idea for the podcast to be. do the, every now and again. The what do you remember would no longer be... Here, I'm Tyler. Oh, I went to see this movie with my mom. Yeah, right. And Ange, I don't remember seeing this movie. Or, I saw it with my Aunt Peggy. It's just it letting it evolve little a little bit. And you don't have to do it all the time. I'm just saying, like, occasionally you could throw it in. You know what I say? This yeah. is our podcast. We do whatever the fuck we want. Right. I want to do The Wicker Man. That didn't even come out until 2006. Oh we have to wait God. five years okay, for it. so let's <laughs> talk about The Wicker Man. Okay. Just for, just for a second. So, we went to the movies a few weeks ago, and we saw Midsummer. Midsummer, yep. Which was very... Uh, Wickerman esque. Wickerman esque. Well, we both love Midsummer, by the way. Very good. Loved movie. it. Yeah, great. Not for um, everybody, but excellent. So, fun fact: while we were down in Boise, you know, one of the favorite things when you're in a hotel room is watching the old TV. Fucking Wickerman was oh, on. Oh man, and I was like, I think using the bathroom when you he found were it. definitely <laughs> 45 minutes in the bathroom. Yeah, that's what you do. Um, and so it was already started. And I watched about 20 minutes of the 45 you were in the bathroom for because right. I was like, wow, I really actually kind of want to watch this movie. Yeah. And do a, like a comparison. So when Midsummer comes out on video, we need to do Wicker Man and then Midsummer. Okay, but, Mids- but I'm just saying that Wicker Man is like 2006. So like it's we well can, off the thing. the fuck we want. I'm okay. not saying for the podcast. I'm just saying to watch. Well, yeah, to watch. Absolutely. Um Especially because so, you read that big long article about Nick Cage and how he's awesome and he likes to do how he's crazy, things. how yeah. he's crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. It's all good stuff. I'm a big Nick Cage fan as an actor in general, and I am not. Again, I think I've mentioned this in previous episodes. I'm not like a fan of like liking something ironically. When I say I like Nicolas Cage, it's not ironically. I actually do like him as an actor. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. He's made done some good work. He's done lots of great work. Um, okay, so we decided that if if we hypothetically were to do 2003 movies, maybe we could just like mention. Some. I told you to come up with five. I came up with five, but then I thought, like, you might say some of the same ones, so I made a few extra ones so I could, like, change my list on the five. Oh, was I actually supposed to make a list? No, not even to rank it. It's fine. I just thought no, we I could I mean, just... like, was I supposed to write them down? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All I did was pull up movies from 2003, and then I glanced at them, and I said, yeah, I could pick out five. Great. So I was just going to do that. Okay, pick out five. Go with one right now. Which one? Struck your? What struck your eye earlier? The first thing that you saw that struck your eye. There's so many. There are. 
We watched a lot of movies. Most of year. these together, too. All, all these things we saw in the theater together because we didn't have children. And we didn't have, uh, <laughs> we just, you know, we were in college and have a lot, we had a lot of free time. Okay. I wouldn't say this movie, but also on the television screen in the hotel. I have a couple of those I want to talk about, too. So, was Freaky Friday. Right. And I was actually going to talk about, um, and the other one, do you want to just, oh, let's do it in a minute. We'll talk about that in a minute. It feels like a too big of a tangent to talk about Freaky Friday and, is that 2003? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, that would be all right. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan. Anyway. It was on TV and I love Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, she's great and she's good in that movie. That's not a bad movie. So, in um, Freaky Friday spirit, you saw something else while you were at my parents' house. Oh, well, I was the same. No, we we watched the, the Parent Trap was on. The Parent Trap. Which is from 1998, and that's like Lindsay Lohan's debut where she's playing both twins. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So, and it has like Dennis Quaid and then Natasha Richardson, who was, she died, but yeah. So, and it's Nancy Myers who made like Something's Gotta Give, and it's, yeah, all those kind of movies. But anyway, yeah, we watched about like half of Parent Trap, maybe, like from the camp, and then they, you know, yeah. kept going. And a couple things struck me. Mm-hmm. Number one, Lindsay Lohan, good actor. She was. She was good, and she was good as a kid. Uh, it was a fun little thing. A lot of weird music cues, uh, 90s music cues. Yeah, typical. Uh, yeah, and very Nancy Myers-esque in a lot of ways, too. But then, like, how have we made two movies about this premise? Like, it's horrible. Because it's fun. It's a fun fantasy. These parents are terrible. Oh, the parents are pieces of garbage. That's what I mean. They have decided that they had some kids, and they're just like, you know what? Fuck this relationship. I want a kid and you want a kid. Lucky for us, we got two of them. I'm splitting. I'm going to fucking California. She's going to London. And they separate the children at mm -hmm. birth or at least early? Mm-hmm. What the fuck kind They're of messed shitty. up is that? That's really fucked up. It's cruel. That is so messed up. It's and awful. this is like all played for laughs. Like, oh, I'm your sister. They discover these... And then, first of all, they go to the camp and they, it takes them a little while to figure out that they're like... Uh, Identical? identical fucking They're twins. Like, like you kind of look alike, huh? That's weird, huh? Hmm. And then they have to go through this whole premise, like, oh, your mom, yeah, no shit, your fucking dad is my your dad, your mom is identical. my mom. Holy shit, why are we dragging this out? I could kind of see that maybe when the first one came out with uh, Haley Mills, like mm -hmm. they could draw this shit out forever. But like in 1998, we've taken 30 minutes to get to this premise. Let's go. Let's, Let's figure it out. Fucking go. But how are they? The first thing I'll call, I, I wouldn't. My first plan wouldn't be to to like let's switch places and meet our parents. I would be like, hey, let's go find a lawyer and get ourselves annulled from our terrible parents for, like, separating us. This is cruel. That's pretty awful. You should live in the same city. Judges make people who have kids, parents that separate, live in the same area so they can yes. have access to both of their kids. Yes. What kind of horse shit is this? What judge allows this divorce? It's insane. I can't believe this is a Disney movie. I can't. Come on, Disney. It. What about your family values? How dare you? Anyway, so Freaky Friday is your first one? No, I was just mentioning because it was on the list. Okay, I pick your first one. Uh, my first one would be Identity. That's on my list of ones that I thought you it might say. It is. It is. Because, not on my Because I, I loved that movie. It is a fun uh, whodunit with a, yeah. a twist. That's, so good. By the way, last episode I talked briefly about the movie Serenity. Serenity kind of has an identity-like twist. Only you are not supposed to ruin it for me! Not like that, but just, it's just like a crazy twist. Ugh. Right. It's a crazy twist, but in that, in Identity, the crazy twist happens at the end, where in Serenity it happens in the middle. Very mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Identity's fun. I'd be curious to see how well that holds idea up. holds up, knowing what you know about it. And I like seeing John Cusack in a non-romantic comedy I, I like seeing role. John Cusack in anything. Yeah, he's... 
Except Good. for all those straight video movies he's making lately. Okay. What's one on your list? We're going uh, to do ping pong. I chose uh, Hulk, the 2003 Hulk. Knowing that we've had several uh, Bruce Banners since then, we've had, uh, well, briefly Edward Norton, and we've had Mark Ruffalo play a terrific Bruce Banner Hulk. I remember seeing the 2003 Hulk as Angley, the acclaimed director, and thinking like, oh, okay, like I kind of see what this is, where this is going. He was the first one to kind of like make frames, make it look like a comic book movie. I don't think the effects have aged very well, but no. I'd be curious to see. And then I remember that movie having a very strange like ending, and I remember no one liking it. Yeah. But I remember seeing it and being like, all right, this is like a like the first time like a like a you know like a someone that you wouldn't expect making a superhero movie made a superhero mm-hmm. movie. And I'd be curious, knowing what we've seen of the Hulk now, yeah. to go back and see how unsuccessful or successful that is, Yeah, kind of in I, hindsight. I had that kind of on my list as well. Yeah, so Hulk would be one that yeah. I would be curious to watch. Not necessarily because it's like a favorite, but I'd be curious about it. Okay. I have Old Boy on my list. Old Boy. That was a movie I don't think I saw in 2003, but saw a few years later. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. You'd not talk about that Spike Lee remake? <laughs> I didn't see that one. It's not good. It's a but disappointment. it was disturbing. And it's what very is it, disturbing. Korean, a Korean movie. Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. good. Um, that'd be a weird one for this this podcast. But yeah, we haven't. You know what's weird? We haven't done a lot of like uh, heavy drama. lifting drama movies. Yeah. We've some, Aren't but you chicken. Maybe we are. Not Your turn. Kind of too many laughs. Uh, I would do um, holes. <laughs> starring oh my god shia labeouf okay i still haven't seen that movie you've not seen holes <laughs> you saw it i remember you going to see it and i feel like you even went with like your mom no it was, like, maybe first year together you were home from the summer and you were just like i'm gonna go see this and i was like well, okay i don't remember that exactly but yeah uh, i saw holes. i remember me not seeing it and saying fuck i'm working or something and you're like i'm gonna go see this it's and the then e- you were like oh pretty good it's pretty good it's even stevens because then shia labeouf that, was on yes. even stevens yes, that's it. <laughs> pretty sure he was on even stevens i'm a i'm a, a long time shia labeouf apologist or a fan i guess you could say i think he can be good in movies and has been good in lots of movies he's been not so good in some other movies he can be a little bit uh divisive in his public uh world uh obnoxious maybe mm-hmm. be the word but um he could bring it and holes was like his big um breakout debut he'd been in stuff obviously even stevens for one yeah. but uh yeah that would be one to yeah, go back I'd and watch re-watch that. okay what's um, your next one matchstick men matchstick men speaking of nicholas cage and sam rockwell love 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 it was on my i was making top 10 lists because i was still writing for another publication at that point and it was in my top 10 of that year i yeah. like that movie quite I a bit really liked that movie it's a good one um ooh, i thought there's a double a double punch for you maybe okay. potentially for our uh december because uh, in, in december we oh, like to do bad santa bad santa that's actually not on my list. That's another one from that year, though. There oh. are actually three notable Christmas movies that we could oh. do in December. There's Bad Santa, which yeah. I like. There's Elf, which I really like. Oh. And then there's Love Actually, which I fucking hate. <laughs> we should probably talk about that on a different podcast episode. Love Actually is fucking horrible. We should watch it again. I've uh, Yeah, I know. I was like, we should do it because I could really okay. ream into it. But I know a lot of people have. It's a very diff- some people really love love actually, right? Like but then love, love. there's a big faction of people like me who are just like I can't fucking stand this movie. Is that it's got fucking what's his name who I fucking hate, right? Hugh Grant? Yes. He, I, he's not the problem yeah, with the movie. The British boy. <laughs> I like Hugh Grant in a lot of movies. I like him in like two movies. Did you see him in Paddington 2? Delightful. No. Okay. What's on my list next? I am curious to go back and watch out of sheer curiosity. I have a, what are you going to say? Dream. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> 
I saw my list. I knew you were going to say it. I knew you were going to pick it because we saw that movie. You were very excited. I was. We were both pretty excited. It was a Stephen King, King, and it was not a book that you read, though, right? And I feel like we saw it in Coeur d'Alene. Yeah, but you, just to be home. clear, you like Stephen King, but I don't think you had read this no, book. No, I hadn't read the book. Yeah, I saw a couple trailers. If we had, if either of us had read that book, we probably would have been like more aware of like the premise and probably not as anticipating this mm-hmm. movie, right? Because it's a crazy the premise. Trailer was good, right? And then you watch that movie, and there's like fucking butt monsters and, and... like <laughs> shitting. There's a lot of like fart alien. Morgan shit Freeman is in aliens. the movie for some reason. It was horrible. And I've oh, never it? watched it. Maybe it's really good. And we, we were just like, we're 18, 19, and we love each other, and who knows? I don't think the reputation of that movie is very good, so I would assume that I, it's bad. But I don't know. We have, I have not seen a frame of it since we sat in that theater and watched it. Yeah, me neither. So I would be very curious to watch. That could be a how. So in October, we do... Uh, we haven't done the whole month of it, but we t- try to do a couple of horror movies, obviously. In December, we have to do some kind of christmas thing mm-hmm. and in september we like to do um well i don't know we did it one year does that mean we have to do it every year maybe not but we like to do back to school mm-hmm. high school set movies or we a school themed i feel like we should do clueless. i feel like I, I, there's a I good like bet there's a good bet that clueless will be maybe coming very Emma soon clueless i have a feeling there's a good bet that clueless uh, gets gets done very okay. soon on this podcast okay what you got next for me uh another one in the same vein of Dreamcatcher. do you remember going to the theater to see the core <laughs> Um, with Hilary Swink. Yes, I do. And I thought that movie was gonna be good, because it is right in my, like, I love, like, Armageddon and stuff. That ridiculous bullshit. Yes. Um, Yeah. I love end of the world kind of stuff. Look, if you don't think Armageddon is good, then you have never seen The Core, because Armageddon's a fucking masterpiece compared to The Core. (sighs) Yeah, that would be an interesting one to uh, revisit. Um, Another one that I remember really liking and never, have not watched it since early 2000s is Big Fish Tim Burton's Big yeah, Fish it was, I loved that movie I remember there being a, maybe maybe it soured a little bit maybe it's maybe found to be a little sentimental I'm not sure but I remember really liking it when it came yeah, out me too. and I remember there being some people even then that was like this movie is a hogwash or some too, shit it's too schmarmy gooey or whatever and yeah. I remember that being a criticism but me still like connecting with it so I'd be curious and I have not watched it in a long time that was another one on my list okay for for sheer guilty pleasure we're, we'll definitely have to watch Underworld. Oh, God. I don't know if I could do Underworld. <laughs> yes, you can. They're not good. None of them are good. So what? I like them. I Get prefer my it. Kate Beckinsale in Serendipity with John Cusack. Thank you very much. How about Once Upon a Time in Mexico? <laughs> well, that was my question about are we ready to tackle little Johnny Depp because Pirates of the Caribbean and the Curse of the Black Pearl came out in 2003. It did. A movie that I think is legitimately great. It was just like... Uh, exactly the kind of blockbuster that you want to see in the summer. It was a memory of you and I uh, seeing that and kind of really just enjoying it together. We even went and saw the sequel on our honeymoon, Dead Man's Chest. Yeah, we did. And we love the first Pirates of the Caribbean so much that we also thought the Dead Man's Chest was pretty good. Actually, I'm a defender of all three of those yeah, first... Yeah, uh, fun. The first three Pirates movies I actually like. I don't like the other, the last two so much. But uh, I don't think you even saw that fifth one. Did you even see that new one? It's on Netflix. No. It's been sitting on Netflix for months and you still haven't watched it. What does that tell you about where Johnny Depp is now or where that franchise is now, right? Yeah. But Pirates of the Caribbean is a legitimately fun uh, movie. So, yeah, I don't know. Once Upon a Time in Mexico, that's another um, one in that same wheelhouse. That's kind of like the Johnny Depp... Uh, the high point, you know, he's really chewing the scenery in that one. Do you know what movie I will not watch? What's that? Cold Mountain. No, thank you. <laughs> Renee Zellweger's 
Oscar-winning performance in Cold Bounty. No, thank you. Yeah, that's not Nicole a good one. Kidman. Uh uh-uh. uh. Mm mm. Not happening. That was a movie that was made for Oscars. Is that a Weinstein Weinstein one or whatever? And Probably. He got there were several nominations, right? But I recall it not doing well, like Piss Picture and stuff like that. Because even everybody was like, "Yeah, we always nominate your movies, but God, no one likes this one." Sorry. Do you remember Station Agent? Yep, it's good. We own Peter that, Dinklage. Don't we? Yep. That, yep. Two thousand three, huh? See, now it's weird. It's weird because these movies don't feel that old. No, American Splendor. I saw my list with Paul G. Maia. I really like that movie. Another potential uh, back to school um, movie is School of Rock with Jack Black. Yes, it's two thousand three. Very fun movie. I've seen that one a lot. So that's uh... oh, you're mm-hmm. raising your hand as if someone could see that. Mm-hmm. What do you got? The Rundown. Oh, we can do the rock. We can do the rock in a. That's two thousand three. That's insane. This is weird. This is the whole thing is weird. X two X Men. Two, maybe arguably the best X Men movie. Oh, okay. That was out in two thousand three. Ooh, ooh, Daredevil. Daredevil with oh, Ben Affleck. We're gonna fucking watch that movie. Yeah, and then um, you know, obviously one of my favorite movies, uh, Finding Nemo, which we oh, have yeah. m- uh, rich memory of. And in that scene. we've seen it a hundred times. But um, you were working that weekend when it came out, and I was like, oh, I'll see Finding Nemo. I go see the Pixar movies when they come out, and you're like, can you just wait? So I can see it with yeah. you. And I was like, what do you mean wait? And you're like, wait. Like, you don't go on opening day. It wasn't just that I was working. I We were living in separate towns. Yeah, and you were going to come into town. I was like, I'm coming Sunday. Why don't you just, like, we can see it on Sunday? I was like, but it's out today. It's out Friday. I could go on Friday. And then we could go again on Sunday. I could see it again. And you're like, no, wait, wait for me. Wait for me. Wait for me. It was one of the real tests of our, our young Well, I waited. And aren't you glad? And now we've been together almost 18 years. Well, you made a big deal about it. So, yeah, I'm glad I waited two days and I saw Finding Nemo. But, it, I mean, it was really good. 17 years. How long are we being together? Probably don't need to do that movie in the podcast. We just told the only story about it, right? It's yep. good. Our kids like it, too. Yep. Anything else on your list? Um, Yeah. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. It's that fucking movie. We have some good memory. We watched some fucking turds in the theater, didn't God, we? God, fuck it. The yes, core Dreamcatcher, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Holy shit. That was mm-hmm. bad. I have Daredevil. some strong opinions about Kill Bill Volume 1, but I feel like we're a little bit raw from our extended conversation of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood just a couple episodes back. Was that our Lion King episode? Probably. Probably. I don't know. I actually, oddly, not a big fan of Kill Bill Volume 1. I think it's okay, but not my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. I like Volume 2 a lot more. And I know a lot of people would just say it's one whole movie, but whatever. They came out separate years, and I had to pay twice to see it, so there's two movies. Anything Sorry. else on the list? Those were the main ones. Okay. I'm, I'm glancing really quickly. Nah. All right. So, anyway, potentially we could do a 2003 movie over the next year, or maybe we've done this for no reason, and we won't. <laughs> we've covered all the movies right now in this podcast. But I'm just saying there's a possibility now. We've mentioned some other movies that we purchased at the store that could be a possibility. Not saying those are happening anytime soon, but it's it's out there. We could maybe do those movies. We could. Before we get into the last little bit we want to do tonight, which was we're going to pick our... What we're going to do is we're going to pick uh, what we're going to do next on this episode. We're going to debate and we're going to decide what movie we're going to do next right here while we're recording. But I did want to talk about... Because the idea was like a late summer, Labor Day type of movie that you like to see. Like, what are you in the mood for? Maybe you're not so much into like a full-on blockbuster because you've already seen a bunch of those. Maybe you're in the mood for Halloween stuff right now. Maybe you're in the mood for like fall drama. What do you want to watch, Right. One of those movies that I kind of like during this time of year was on television when we were down with uh, your parents' house, and I watched 
Well, about an hour and 20 minutes of it, but it was at, it started at like 1230 a.m. and I was just, Jesus. I couldn't Tyler. fucking do it anymore. I couldn't get through the whole thing. It's Outbreak. Oh, fuck. With Dustin Hoffman, 1995. A murderer's row of a cast. Rene Russo, Cuba Gooding oh, Jr. Yeah. Patrick Dempsey playing like a hipster, like a biker yeah. guy who gets fucking killed by a virus. Uh, Donald Ebola Sutherland, movie? Morgan Freeman. Yeah, the big, it's not Ebola, but it's very similar. Even like the image they show is Ebola. The, they made another, <laughs> Steven Soderbergh made another version of this called Contagion a few years ago, mm-hmm. which happened like right after the swine flu came out. And that was also very scary, but also kind of a weird movie. Do you remember watching Outbreak? Yeah. Outbreak Monkey. I thought it was really good and it was kind of scary. It made me scared of Ebola. Oh yeah. It made everybody scared of Ebola. I read the book, The Hot Zone in, this is, I probably, I read the book The Hot Zone in fifth fucking grade. Jeez, I don't know where your uh, That's what I was gonna anxiety say. around hypochondria and getting diseases came from. What asshole teacher said, yeah, read this, because that I was like an extra... I think it was Joanne, your mother. No, it wasn't. It was yeah, my fifth... Right. It was, okay, it might have been sixth grade. Yeah, right. Fifth or sixth it's grade. your mom. No, they were like... For extra credit, you can read. We're going to talk about, like, diseases and bacteria in class, and for extra credit, you can, like, write a little thing on the hot zone. So I was like... Extra credit, I'm all about that. I like to get, not only do I like to get A's, I like to get 100, 101, 100, 203% A's. That's what I like to do. That's what I like to do back in the day. Nerd. Yeah. So I want to do it, right? And I read the book, The Hot Zone, which was about Ebola. And it like even starts off with like a guy in a plane, like vomiting black and shit. And it's just like, it's the most terrifying thing you've ever read in your life, yeah, really. Like you're going to turn inside out, like basically. You're going to die. All your organs are going to come to the outside of your body and you're going to hey, bleed and die. You ever been on an airplane? You're going to die. <laughs> you're going to die. I really don't like flying, but then you throw in that thing, right? So yeah, I think some of this, these major issues that I've had throughout my life can be traced back to some fucking extracurricular or extra credit assignment back in like fifth or sixth grade. That's bullshit. No fifth or sixth grade should be reading uh, uh, The Hot Zone, but I digress. <laughs> They're probably not allowed to now with all these millennial p- helicopter parents. Like us, like me. <laughs> You're like, I need to parental discretion read all of these book assignments that's, you know what that's so funny that you think that about me because i'm like i'm super pro art and i let my kids probably like if they said the teacher really want to do something like all right i trust you it sounds like you really want to do it it sounds like you have some a good idea about doing that i and don't care about the controversy I mean, but also like let's be honest like we're not gonna like read a book ahead of time <laughs> like that's not gonna happen wikipedia that shit like, <laughs> you're married here's this book it's uh, a hot zone oh it's kind of like when i started reading um, to Marion and Sawyer, uh, Indian in the Cupboard. Oh, yeah. And I got two pages in, and I was like, this is fucking racist. Really racist. I don't have the memory of being racist, but I don't know. It's been a long time since I've read that, it. It's just that, like, all the descriptive words are not what we the use The Indian in the Cupboard. Well, other than that, though, is it just the, the name, or? No, it's like what he does, and how he talks, and how he moves, and where he's from, and it's just, it, this is not good. Well, I know, but, like, Two it pages is... in. No, I can't support it. I'm out. But, it, I mean, it is just how we, that's how no. we, like, Cowboys and Indians is just how it was for years. And it, I realized that yes, it came out. Racism was around for years. <laughs> no, I know. Correct. I'm just curious. I'm just, I don't, I wasn't, didn't look at it, so I'm not sure what You didn't, what the and I is. might have thrown that book in the recycle bin because. I remember loving that series like as a kid. It. I remember loving it. But then again, you know, I, you know what I don't see in that little scholastic thing that comes home every month with the kids? Indian in Indian the, the cupboard. It's probably a reason for that. Yeah. Because those other ones, that some of the ones we had, are in there. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, that was good. We probably still have that. Charlotte's Web's always in there, right? You know what I love about the new books in Scholastic that are the old books? Yeah. They, they put a fancy new cover on it with some new artwork. And then our kids are so dumb. They're like, oh, this is a fun new book. You're like, oh, that's they don't know what. They don't care if it's new. It just book. looks good. 
to the point where I was at the thrift store and I was looking at a Beverly Clearly book for Marion and it was the Ramona one. And one was clearly published in the 80s and one was published in the 2000s. She's holding a cell phone in one of them. And I was like, <laughs> I can't buy this old one because Marion will be like, that's an old fucking book. I'm not going to read that. You got to hold the one where she's like tweeting. So I bought the new one, even though it, Tyler, listen, it had a sticker on it. Ooh, you don't like so stickers. So this is like a really big fucking dilemma for me. A sticker on I know you don't like stickers. So I went with the new one, even though it had a sticker on it, because I knew the artwork, she would like it better. Mm, I gotcha. What were we talking about? Outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Outbreak, still pretty scary for a while. There is a point in that movie where it like turns into a not-so-great movie. It just kind of starts going by the numbers, and it just becomes like a weird thriller about the wrong thing, I feel mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. What's weird is this is my first... This was my first test of the Kevin Spacey factor in these movies. We've been talking about this because he's a big figure in movies in the 90s, right? And a lot of movies that we saw and things like that. And we have not, ever since all that shit about him came out, I don't think I've even watched a Kevin Spacey movie. This was my first, like, um, uh, experience that. And it's actually a good one because he fucking dies of oh. Ebola. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, well, he fucking died of Ebola, so it's okay. He gives you a piece of shit. It's weird, though. Kind of see him in a movie and kind of have those feelings again. And it's, uh, some of the choices that he makes, you're kind of thinking, like, yeah, he's a little, he's a little bit lecherous, isn't he, that guy? So, um, anyway. We were listening to a podcast on vacation while we were driving that was talking kind of about this topic. Right. And what was the phrase, the term? About oh I forget do you now. remember I remember we, I remember the podcast I don't remember the exact phrase though it's and like it was a good one it's basically like just a, like what can you compartmentalize about people because you like the thing so much like it was he was talking about Lance Armstrong he was such a fan of Lance Armstrong he's by the bike and he felt like it made him perform better on the bike because he like I know the Lance Armstrong pushed through and this is why he used this bike and therefore I can push through too and then he had to learn he learned of course that he was using steroids and he had to eventually like decide at what point. You know, he, that fandom was over, our devotion to a brand or our diver- devotion to something. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are experiencing that right now with Michael Jackson, obviously. The Kevin Spacey thing is going to be something that we're still going to have to wrestle with, I think. Because, yeah, I don't know. Outbreak, he's not, like, he's like a supporting character, right? So he's not prominent in the movie. Dustin Hoffman yells a lot in that movie. I know that. Oh, mm-hmm. He's always just so, he's like, you got to listen to me. And there's like, nah, we don't need to listen to you. And all these people die. It's, again, not a movie that I should be even watching these days. <laughs> no, not good for you. Any it, to the point where I ended on, like, there's an extended scene that I think it's probably one of the more effective scenes in movies, like, where a lady with her family realizes that she's sick and she's got to go to the quarantine thing. And they draw it out, and it's kind of sad. And that's when I was like, well, I think it's time for me to turn this shit off. Because, you know, I'm not a healthy person. I can't uh, I no. can't be watching these anxiety things. What are you doing? Uh, it was on TV. I remember seeing it. I liked it. What are you doing? So anyway, but that's the kind of movie. I kind of like this transition of summer into like, we need to get more serious. You know, the Oscar movies are going to come out, quote unquote, right? Let's watch something a little bit more serious, but like a little bit of a thriller vibe. Big cast, you know, mm-hmm. it's got like a bigness to it still. Mm-hmm. I like to see those kind of movies like end of August, September, rolling okay. into October. Those are the kind of movies... And then something got me thinking, before we get into our September back-to-school-themed movies, we should do... And last year, we ended the movie, end of summer movie. And last year, we inadvertently did this really well. We did a perfect one last year, The River Wild, with Kevin Bacon and Meryl Streep. A perfect end-of-summer movie. It's yes. kind of big premise. It's set on a river, which already feels more fall mm-hmm. than uh, summer to me. I know yeah. that's weird. But and it's got a thriller, but it's got a ser- you know it's got like serious actors in it, you know like that's a summer that's a good end of mo- summer movie. Okay. And it got me thinking we should do another one of those this year before we do the other ones. Yeah, totally. So I said to you, 
do whatever you want. What do you, what do you feel like watching? What is a good like? What do you want to watch on Labor Day? Mm-hmm. If you had a free afternoon, you could watch any movie during that fits into our category. Come up with three. I'll come up with three, and then we'll decide what we're gonna do. Okay. And it's all episode. The 49th episode is spectacular. I came up with my three. Okay. Well, so I thought we'd go back and forth, uh, you know, because I have a little order of mine, and then we can then after that we'll decide. So we, we, you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. My first one um, is one of our family's favorite movies. Okay. Um, the Great Outdoors. Interesting. Interesting. Which is kind of feels like a summer movie. It does. That's what I would think. But it's like a summer camping movie. And yeah. For me, Labor Day for a lot of people is your last hurrah. It's your mm-hmm. weekend before school year is going to start. It's right. your time to get out in the wilderness mm-hmm. and uh, experience, you know, all the great outdoors. Okay. I like the pick. To me, I would think that's more summer, but I like what you're saying about uh camping is more fall and it ends in like rain kind of and that mm-hmm. feels more cold mm-hmm. so yeah i mean that's not bad mm-hmm. that's not a bad choice everybody's like all about camping and like, i would consider that one outside. i would consider that one okay. okay so i went in a little bit different approach i kind of, of course you did. saw this as like a progression of my three picks like what would i feel like on august 25th what would i feel like because we know we're gonna record it right so i was like well when are we going to actually record it, right? When are we going to actually watch the movie? Is it going to be August 25th? Is it going to be September 1? Is it going to be like September 10th? Okay. So I kind of picked it in that regard. So at the end of the summer, I like, I you know, I've had some, I've been overdosed with summer blockbusters, but I've already gotten to see things like The Farewell or Sorry to Bother You, like recent examples, where I'm like, gives me hope that there's like more serious things going. So before the end of the summer's up, I maybe want like a little bit of a hurrah, something a little bit fun, a little bit goofy, a little bit action-y. And what would that be? Like, this year, that's Hobbs and Shaw, right? Mm-hmm. End of the summer type thing. So then I thought, this is where I had to pull an audible. Okay. My first pick was obviously Bloodsport, Jean-Claude oh. Van Damme from 1986. And I thought, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's got action, but it's silly, it's goofy, and we've had fun, wa- we've had fun watching that in the past. I thought it would be a fun thing to do. But then, I go online just today, and there's an article about our current president, this is like one of his favorite movies, and he has an odd fascination. There was like an oral history of like his fat, his long-standing fascination with Bloodsport the movie, and how he fast-forwarded through all the non-fighting scenes and watches the fighting scenes. And I was so weird to read that. I was like, "Wait, what?" I couldn't, just, I couldn't no, separate no, my feeling no, from no, it from like no, no, no. no and I don't. No, I would say no, I have no very little no, in common no, with the, our current president. We are, you know, he's rich. I'm. Not Poor. rich. Poverty. He's uh, the president. I am not the president. So, but the, he's racist. You're not. So right. Uh, but we, you know why? So, but we have this shared thing that we enjoy. No. And it frightened me, but also was like, well, I wonder what that is. But no. then I was like, I'm too. Now I'm thinking about the wrong it's too thing. Raw. I want to think fresh. about. I want to think about the movie. I don't want to be thinking about other things. Politics that. and so I had no. to um, pull an audible okay. and I had to think about something uh, that's kind of similar. And that's why I decided on one of two things. I'm cheating a little bit. One was one that you picked up, Tango and Cash. Oh, okay. Because it's from 1989, and it's got that action-y vibe. And I remember enjoying it when I saw it, maybe one, only one time, years after it came out. And I thought, well, that would be a good one. That kind of fits the bill. And we just got it, and we would tie into what we just talked about earlier. Okay. The other option I had was Commando, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. How many movies are you going to pick here? You've, now you're just, you've said you're three. <laughs> no, those are all the one pick. Bloodsport no, is out. you said fucking three movies. You're such a fucking cheater. Bloodsport's out. I said I had to change it on an audible. Okay. So it's Tango and Cash or Arnold Schwarzenegger's Commando, another movie. That's that... two. So those are your two choices. 
<laughs> for no, that's choice number one. No, you. Those are two fucking movies. That's, that's choice number one. That's slot one. You're such a fucking Commando, cheater. Arnold Schwarzenegger, or Tango and Cash. Make me pick. Fine, I'll pick of those two right now. Make me pick between one of them to put on my yeah, potential candidate. Pick. You make me. Yeah, you. Which pick. no, you choose which one of <laughs> You're those saying two. You make me, but no, I'm gonna you, make you. you pick. No, you just say either Tango and Cash or Arnold Schwarzenegger's Commando. What's Commando? It's Arnold Schwarzenegger's breakout action movie from the eighties, and I have I believe is, it would does be a he blind play a small soldier. No, we've already done small soldier on it episode. Sounds like small soldier. It's called Commando. Um, we've done Predator. This came out before Predator. It's one of his big I breakouts. I vote for neither. You have to choose Tango and Cash. Okay, it's great. Right there. Fine, Tango okay. and Cash. So that was my number one pick, Tango okay. and Cash from nineteen eighty nine. What is your second pick? My second pick is um, a movie that I. Sorry, I am resting my foot on the banana chair. Don't do that. Do you call these banana chairs? You used to call them the uh, game chair? Gaming chair. It's not a game chair. It's a banana chair. Well, nowadays, they call them gaming chairs because they put speakers and shit in them. Yeah. Or they did before they there's, like, Bluetooth and I don't know. Maybe they Where don't make Where did the word anymore. banana chair come from? Well, it looks like a banana. Okay. So, sorry for that, people. Um, My number two pick for mm-hmm. end of the summer movie is a movie that I've been wanting to watch since we started this podcast. Okay. It involves... um. Connecting with old people. It involves a fruit that's a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> yes! You know exactly what I'm going to say. Yep. Okay, it's kind of a summary movie in the way that it's like set in the South, which is hot. So that's like summary. But it's kind of like it deals with um, loss and trauma and friendship and you transitioning through different stages of life. And maybe there's a mystery murder and et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that's what I would like to watch. It oh, is fried green tomatoes. <laughs> and I had you at. I've been wanting to watch this since we started this podcast. But have we figured out whether we own it or not? <laughs> I don't know because I could have bought it on fucking VHS, but you said no. You said that we have it. This has been a long-standing uh, discussion about whether we have that movie or not. And yet, like for some it. reason, we still don't know the answer to this, even though we've probably checked several times like and we answered it. have it and you're fucking hiding it. No, I'm not hiding it. Why are you looking at it over there? It would not be over there. I don't know, because I feel like you're hiding it I'm not me. hiding it. Anyway, I don't know if we have that really movie. Good movie. What's the other one that you it's always want to do that Kathy we... Kathy Bates. Yeah. What's the other one you always want to do that we know we don't have? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I don't know either. Steel Magnolias? That's the one. I don't actually want to see that, but I'm curious okay. if I want to see it. So we, I hated that movie. I know for I a fact that it. we have either Steel Magnolias or Fried Green Tomatoes, but we definitely don't have both. What's your fucking number two pick? My number two pick is... Are you so excited to watch Fried Green Tomatoes? I don't want to do Fried Green Tomatoes. I never do. want to do Table and Cash. <laughs> <laughs> you bought it. You literally bought it. That's why I tried to entrap you, because you bought it. So you do want to do it. Um, okay, my second one is, this is the time of year where I kind of do start feeling like a little horror vibe, a little scary movie vibe, but I'm not a big horror guy anyway. I'd still like it to be kind of like a crossover type big thing. And I thought... We've already done two of his movies. Why not break the mold and give this director the first three-er on this podcast, M. Night Shyamalan's The Sixth Sense from 1999? Interesting choice. It's 20 years old. I know a lot of people have been doing it for episodes and, you know, they've been articles and things like that. They've been revisiting it. Um, But, come on. The Sixth Sense. It's a good movie. I have not seen it in a long time. Yeah, it's been long. I've I've always enjoyed Unbreakable more, and so I've watched that one more, and Mm -hmm. that one's obviously had more recent tie-ins, obviously. 
but Sixth Sense is not Sixth Sense is not one that I've uh, gone back to a lot, and I'm curious to do that. Okay. And I, I thought for that, why not? It's okay. a sum. It came out in summer. It was a phenomenon in 1999. It, or yeah, and it was like everybody had to go see it. And everybody was talking about it. It played into September to the point where when it was th- three cans of food free movie night at the local theater, you bring in three cans of food, you go to a movie for free. I was almost tempting to go to the Sixth Sense again because it was still busy and popular. And I think number one at the box office. But I don't know. I watched uh, that Canary's baseball movie or something. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that was the same year. But you know, I always want to go see like a new movie, so I never do it. So that was my number two pick, The Sixth Sense from nineteen ninety nine. Okay. What's your third pick? What's your third pick? We're going alternating. Oh, I just you did always my... get the final say. I don't asked you? you to go whether you wanted to go first or not. Okay. And you said you wanted to go first. So my final pick is a movie um, that really epitomizes the end of summer for kids. Okay. So it's a movie about kids, a group of kids, Mm -hmm. that get into some trouble or maybe not into some trouble. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, uh, they're outside a lot. Mm -hmm. That's also end of summary and Mm -hmm. summary. Mm -hmm. And it's a good fucking movie. And it is. Stand by me. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) How'd you guess? I'm good at guessing. Okay. Also, a number one pick, um, tied with Stand By Me at like your first pick. Oh, you're cheating. Would be a similar female version of that movie that's on Hulu right now. Now and then, yeah, right. So, I think. Stand are you going to pick now and then, or are you going to pick Stand By Me? Is like a much better. It's the movie. better movie, but um, now and then I remember seeing. When... And I think a lot of people are talking about now and then because it's just freshly on Hulu. Right, people see it. That's that's what all people only people ever talk about. You last episode, you're like no one's seen Baby's Day. I was like, yeah, they don't put it on Hulu enough, apparently. Apparently, because only people watch things that are on Netflix and Hulu. So, do you remember seeing Stand by Me? Uh, I remember uh, seeing it, but no memory of seeing it the first time. I remember when we watched it again, and we bought the DVD that I had seen it. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so I don't. I mean, it's a good movie. I just uh, I don't know when I when it originates. Do you remember when so you first good. saw it? So good, just growing up. We had it on VHS. You had the you had the tape, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's good. Again, I don't know. Yeah, I mean I could see how it's an end of summer type thing. Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that being possible. So your three were the Great Outdoors, Fried Green Tomatoes, and Stand by Me. Mm-hmm. Got it. That's a solid trio of movies. Yeah, no, Great Outdoors sure. is kind of like not in the, I, you know, it's not a drama like the other two, but. The third one I picked was so this goes into that theme of the Sixth Sense. When I get into fall, I really want. Those these dramas, I really want to, you know, get going. Like Stand by me. Stand by so me is a good, yeah, drama. sure. But I also like the, th- you know, like it, it's like outbreak. Give me that thriller thing. And then I thought, like, let's just go for it. Why not go for like what you think is like the one of the best thrillers ever made? Oh. Why couldn't we do that on the podcast now? Why not? It's so good. It's good every time you see it. It's watchable every time you see it. It's on. It's on Hulu. It's on Netflix sometimes, or I don't know which one it's on, but we own it, and it's great. I need a clue. I want to guess. It has an the iconic best thriller ever. Multiple Oscar winner, uh, iconic performance by two people who, one of them lived on this character for many years and came back for sequels. The other person did not come back for the sequels. Blade. <laughs> Blade's one of the greatest thrillers ever made. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is Blade, one of the greatest thrillers, <laughs> one of the greatest thrillers ever made. It won multiple Oscars, apparently. Blade. Won multiple Oscars. It came out in 1991. Who? Uh, any of your favorite actors in it? Yeah, 
one of my favorite female actresses or female actresses, one of my favorite female actors or my favorite actress, one of my favorite actresses is in it from 1991. Oh, oh yeah. I got you now. I just pulled up 1991 best movies. Well, it won right the there. Oscar that year. It's called The Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. I just said, look, I, I'm picking the goofy one. I'm picking like a, a thriller that's not, you know, maybe not as long long endured like the sixth sense and i thought well why not you're picking some of your supposed favorite movies i figured you'd pick maybe a favorite movie of yours we don't haven't done a lot of like favorite movies on this podcast yet just because oh, baby's day out we just did that on the last episode L- a little big league right i know right like all these movies have been your fucking favorite movies uh, the, where's my favorite movies on the fucking podcast we've done list? so many of your favorite movies we've been my girl we've done all bunch of them oh you were able to list one you named let's, two <laughs> let's oh the lion king for you that was huh? because that was a new one out. Huh? Godzilla for you? That one's not a favorite, but it's fun to talk about. Aladdin? Fun to talk about. Because a new Space movie coming Jam, out. Street Fighter? That was your pick. Street Fighter we did because fucking Green Book. Because <laughs> of fucking Green Book. We did that because of fucking Green Book, yeah. I was Jingle so upset. All the Way? You fucking love that movie. Home Alone? But I was like not a big... Jingle All the Way is not like a favorite movie, and we both soured on it this time. Uh, Home Alone, yeah. Home Alone, you wanted to do that one, too. Most of these were picked by you, so just not, let's yeah, not... actually, as I'm looking at the list. Yeah, we do I'm a like, lot of pick ones picked by you. And then God. the second I say, let's do Little Bigly, you're like, fuck you. We did do Three Ninjas, though. <laughs> we did all those early, though. Three Ninjas, um, I don't even know the audio so, quality is very good. So, what are we doing here? I've got Tango and Cash, I've got The Sixth Sense, and I've got The Silence of the Lambs. You have The Great Outdoors, Fried Green Tomatoes... And stand by me. Now, do you feel strongly about one of your three to vouch for or fight for or not really? Yeah. Which one? Fried green fucking tomatoes, Tyler. <laughs> but you got to tell me why it's... I don't know if I buy because your end I of summer. Because I want to watch it. I don't know if that goes into the, the, the necessarily the end of summer thing for me is all. I don't know if I got a strong drama. enough reason. It's got some strong drama. It's got thriller... There's a, a mystery, a murder mystery. Does, she, does Kathy Bates is in it? Does she hit anybody with a sledgehammer on their knees? No, but she does support ram that. somebody with a car. Does she hit anybody with their knees with a sledgehammer? No. I like that one with her in it. Probably from like 1989, 99. That's about the same time period. So is there any movie on my list you want to watch or no? <laughs> um... What was your choices? <laughs> I don't want to watch Tango and Cash right now. Well, we have the 25 out. cent VHS. Yeah, I'm just not feeling it right now. I might feel it in a week, but I'm not feeling it right now. Is this going to be a thing where we're not going to decide on this podcast and we're going to have to be, it'll be a surprise when we start rolling the tape on the next episode? Yeah. Is that what we're going to do? I said earlier we're going to decide, but now I feel like Maybe we're at we an impasse. Maybe we should just put them in a bucket and draw. All six are like the, the one you want to watch and all the ones you want to watch and stop glaring at me i'm not even glaring <laughs> at you do you not want to watch stand by me um i think i'm with you like tango gosh I, I don't want to watch it this moment but maybe tomorrow i will i don't know i can i get that summer i get the end of summer vibe for that one you more than i do with fried green tomatoes list? what until i looked that it wasn't it, that it was released in december what uh the fifth element <laughs> that's a very it was released in december yeah is that true? I, I'll double check. But I yeah. could have sworn that movie was a summer movie that I saw in the summer. I was very excited. I was like, that sounds good. Like a nice kind of blockbuster, but kind of like... You know what? It is probably. I think I saw it then, but it might have been like an HBO movie and it, it was like on HBO in the summer and I felt like it would, that's why it was like a summer thing. Why is it not coming up? The Fifth Element? Did you spell it correctly? Isn't not it the fourth. F-I? 
Well, it's spelled 1997. Fifth. You have to have the in it. Otherwise, a bunch of TV shows come up that are called Fifth Element. Yeah. Oh, no, it was May. <laughs> what was I watching? I pulled something up and it said fucking December. So I was like, well, that's not fucking right. <laughs> oh, I hate you so, so much. So do you want to pick the Fifth Element now that you know it was like, and that's well, more May of a summer. The beginning of summer. That's like a summer. Well, doesn't that, that, the release date is less important to me, but that one was definitely like, that felt like a summer blockbuster. It's very weird though, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. I just, I just yeah. Looks like a fun movie. So we're not going to decide right now. We are going to watch on the next episode for our featured end of the summer movie. For our 50th episode. For our 50th episode. We probably won't even mention it's the 50th, but whatever. Because we're doing the 49th episode spectacular. You're spectacular. You feel like if you if you mention the 50th, then it cheapens the 49th episode spectacular. So what are we watching? What did you choose? I didn't choose anything. We'll we'll have to just uh, settle tonight okay, what's and your, decide. Okay, what's your vote? Uh, well, you get one vote. One vote of my things? No, just one vote of what you want to watch. Silence of the Lambs. Okay. I vote for um, Fried Green Tomatoes. Okay. And we are going to... We're going to rock, paper, scissors? This is going to be yes. very dramatic on audio. Rock, paper, scissors. Best of three? Mm, nope. <laughs> just one go. That's not how we do it. Fine. We've never done that. Best of three. Okay. We'll recap oh. it after every round. Okay. <laughs> They both went scissors. <laughs> you and won with scissors over paper. I'm giving an update. Wow. We are watching fried green fucking tomatoes, motherfuckers. To recap, she had paper and I had rock. <laughs> I lost. This is amazing. Oh, two, which is a turn of events. She, uh, Angela is a notoriously bad rock, paper, scissors player. You. <laughs> You're not good at it for whatever well, reason. One of us has lost publicly, and that's you. I have lost publicly. So the evidence would speak otherwise. I was so happy that our two oldest came home and they were playing rock paper scissors because they learned it at like a little uh, sports camp today. Yes. I don't know why they don't, didn't learn the sports they were supposed to learn at sports camp, but they I did learn care. rock paper scissors. I don't care. Oh, okay. They're out of the house. They're having. They're having fun. a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, okay. yeah, they, they were playing it. I was so happy. So to recap today's episode, right? Uh, next week we're going to be watching Fried Green Tomatoes. If, as long as we have the DVD. <laughs> and if we don't, we're going to be watching Stand By Me. Okay. And if we don't, we're going to be watching... We have Stand By Me. We're going to be watching... Well, Silence of the Lambs? Damn we you. can still watch that one next. Well, let's be back to school time. But, you know, Silence of the Lambs also... What works about Silence of the Lambs, it also works for October, I think. Yeah. Or even Oscar time, because yeah. it's so good. It's all good. It's a freaking classic, is okay. what it is. It's great. Um, Yep. Uh, If you have a local... uh music or movie store go down see if they have some grab bags those are always fun grab bags are great recapping that get some vhs's play them in your vcr yeah the cds that we listened to by the way on the way home from our grab bags mm-hmm. random grab bags we had uh well i'll say that one for last because that was your favorite oh my god so good we had the best of the manhattan transfer which i i thought was going to put you to sleep after a little while it was i almost drove our van into a ditch there's a twilight zone on there like that's they use the twilight zone song to build into something oh, yeah, else it's very, and i like, like bar- that it's like barbershop kind singers. of but there's music in the background i remember the manhattan transfer on an episode of home improvement on a christmas episode where they got that they're trying to get the singing dogs but they couldn't so they got the manhattan transfer and they're like singing while tim stop is stop tyler no stuck- Stop. It's a great. Yes, they did. Home Improvement. You can watch all of Home Improvement on Hulu and probably Disney Plus when that launches. Nobody wants anyway, to. Anyway, why? It's good. It's a good show. Home it Pro- was a good we show. We are going to do... That's the other thing we're going to do this year, too. 
Okay. Just anticipation. We had an idea that we would do like 10 episodes of a 90s sitcom or something like that and talk about those. And we are going to do that this year. We'll do our first episode. I'm not saying it's going to be home improvement, but we're going to do that. Okay. Anyway, Manhattan Transfer. That was a sleepy one we listened to. We listened to Susanna Vega, Nine Objects of Desire. This seemed like a potential winner because it looks kind of like Fiona Apple cover. Yeah, she's literally she's holding ho- an apple. She's literally holding an apple. Maybe that's why I thought it's Fiona Apple. But she looks like she's the same age, right? Yeah. And it was fine. I don't know. It was nothing special. Yeah, it didn't stand out. No. It was then we want to listen to uh, Greatest Hits Volume 2 of Barry Manilow. Here's what I learned. I don't really like Barry Manilow. It has one great song called Copacabana, and the rest I could, Copa, don't care about. Copacabana. That's great, but I uh, think we have to pay for that now. Uh, no, the rest of it, I sing so bad, no one will recognize it. Oh, okay. It. The rest of it, that nah, was pretty bad. So we're, apparently we're, neither of us are um, Barry Manilow fans. Yep. And I, you know, whatever. Then we listen to, uh, uh, apparently, Hitmakers, because the first five tracks of these are all mega hits on the radio when we were growing up. So that we knew all these songs, yeah, at least for did. the first five. And that's a pretty impressive amount. Yes. LaBouche, Sweet Dreams. So it had, you know, oh God, I can't read this. Be My Lover, mm-hmm. Sweet Dreams, obviously. Fallen in Love, Where Do You, Where Do You Go? Yeah, and I'll Be There. These are all songs that, and then they have remixes of those later. Oh, so the whole sure. album is basically the stuff you know. Yeah, you know all those songs if you are an old millennial. That was delightful. You know them. That was a big pick-me-up in the middle of the it drive. It was. I, we were jamming out. We man. woke up. It was but it was good. So that yeah. was good. And then I believe your favorite one. Oh, hands down, friends. Shout out to this just gem of We should artist. find her on Twitter. Yeah, I'm gonna. Rebel Red. Her album was called Water Planet. Some of the lyrics... So, I think she's a country singer, country-ish singer, but every track is like a new genre. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of uh, instruments being used. It's a lot of different things going on at once. Folk, there's a country twang to it, there's a jazz, there's some jazzy stuff. The lyrics are... Well, all all of her songs' titles... With the exception of maybe two songs, the first lyrics of the song are the titles of the song. Yes, they are. Number one, Water Planet. Lone Cowgirl, They Don't Give a Damn, Blood for Blood, Reaching You, Any Old Town, Any Old Town. I feel like this place could be any old town. Sensitive to You? Sensitive to You? Oh, best song on the album. That one's good. I'm sensitive to you. To you. Please come back. Lucky in My Dreams. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Man Who Could Cry. Serious Love and Under a Wide and Starry Sky. She talks a lot, a lot about stars in the sky. A lot of stars in the sky and a lot of songs, not just that one. Um, the best actual track on here was uh, uh, Blood for Blood. Was that one where she was kind of yodeling a little bit? Or... Oh, oh, so good. I'm definitely going to have to figure out how to get that on the so podcast. So we found bit. out that um, she made no other albums. This was yep. the only one. We looked that up, actually. And, Is this uh, her real name? Can't be a real well, name. Well, no, Rebel, come on. <laughs> I wonder what her real name is. She's got is. red hair, short red hair. It's very clearly from... I don't know if we actually looked up the year, but it definitely... Oh, 1991. So there we go. 1991, right in our wheelhouse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We had a good time listening to this in the early part of that trip. So we have several others. We came... I mean, we ended up with like 25 CDs. <laughs> but those are the ones that we actually listened to in the car uh, on the way back. And our kids, uh, I don't think they appreciated any of it. But no. it wasn't the Frozen soundtrack, so what are you going to do? Yeah. Or it wasn't Love Song by Sarah. Look, I mean, I like that song, but, you know, we don't need to listen to it all fucking day. Uh, eight-year-old, right? Yep. We could take a break from it, right? Yep. Great. Let's take a break from Love Song. I'm not going to write you Love Song. I know. I got it. Heard yep. It. 
Good song, though. Don't worry. I think I've found her. Her name's Kim Peralta. Great. Hi, Kim. Thanks for the great Album listening experience. Great. We really appreciate it. Hey, that I don't know. What, what, there's no other way to really end the 49th episode spectacular except for maybe put a track of hers on at the end of this when you're putting it together. Oh, blood for blood. Okay, great. Put that sure. on there, and we'll end the episode like that. And then we'll be back next episode number 50 with uh probably fried green tomatoes unless we don't have it and it'll be stand by me <laughs> and if that suddenly just disappeared then it'll be silence of the well lands. what i'll do is that i actually have a cart on my ebay because i did go ahead and add a 299 copy of the wicker man on ebay and it was like a buy to get one free and i'll just double check we need something i can probably get that and we could probably get it here pretty quickly okay free shipping baby free shipping and yes i know that i could rent the movie or own the digital copy of better quality on whatever but i don't want to I like physical media. I like DVDs. I have Blu-rays of newer movies, but let's get those $3 DVDs. It's where it's at. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening to our 49th episode of Old Millennials Remember Movies. 49th episode spectacular. 49th episode spectacular. Of Old Millennials Remember Movies. Uh, we appreciate all of our listeners, new and old, and young millennials and old millennials and non-millennials. So, and thanks for listening. just real quick, you don't have to listen to it. Like, you just pick a movie you want to listen to. There's no order. We don't. There's, we're on 49. It doesn't matter. You know, it's not like we're not serial. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, the show serial, you not You can cereal. jump around. The yeah. only weird thing might be like if uh, we're talking about movies that are out in the theater, they might not be but, out in the theater. But they'll be on video and you can you can watch it. So we try to say what we've been watching. We're not saying it's in the theater so much. Because we watch true. some things at home and stuff too. So It's true. I'm watching a pretty good TV show that I just realized only has six fucking episodes. Save I'm it. out. Save it. Talk, save it for the next episode. This is the, that's a that's a regular episode topic. This is the 49th episode spectacular. Six episodes. That's not a fucking season. All right, we'll save that hot take for that's all those Marvel ones are going to be on Disney Plus for like six hours. That's it. All right, friends, thanks for listening, and we will talk at you another movie. Bye. Bye.